Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. As the name says, our listeners are business creators. We have our entrepreneurs. We have our small business owners. We have our local business owners. We have our marketing and business coaches. We have our folks who help others build their businesses. And on the other side of that coin, we have the do-it-yourselfers who like to have your own hands on the levers as you market and grow your business. If you're one or more of the above, explore our episodes and discover how our experts help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated and helps us serve more business creators just like you. Be sure to subscribe. Fresh content is added every week, and we are up to over 130 episodes since we opened the Business Creators Radio Show back in 2013. We have some pretty serious staying power. My name is Adam Homey. I'm your host, and I'm honored and grateful for your wise decision to join us today. So what we're going to do today is we are going to discuss a topic that I think is pretty much part of the universal entrepreneur's dilemma. We go into entrepreneurship, we start our own businesses, we found our own companies with the idea that we are going to live an unfettered, wide open, powerful life and business where we don't have any blocks. But then what the irony is, is we discover that because up until such time as we went into entrepreneurship, we were not even aware of some of the blocks were there because up until that time, we were not truly in control of our own destiny. We took orders from somebody else. We took a paycheck from somebody else. And as long as we showed up for work and did uh, what the job description said we were supposed to do, we could, all things remaining equal, barring any unforeseen, count on something resembling stability. But once you become an entrepreneur, you find out that you get to experience the roller coaster ride, you get to have all the defeats, and you get to have all the successes. But sometimes on our way to success, we find things holding us back, and it's like, wait, what the heck? What's this rope wrapped around me holding me back? What's this all about? I'm an entrepreneur. I don't get held back by this stuff. I'm a winner. I'm a success story. What's going on with this? I've been there. Every single entrepreneur that I've spoken with has been there. And sometimes as we continue to grow, once we get past one set of blocks and we grow some, then we find there's a whole new set of blocks preventing us from moving to the next level. So today what we're going to do is we're going to help to remove some of those blocks. And to help us do that, we have with us Adele Rimage. And just to tell us a little bit about Adele, she empowers passionate, ambitious women and visionary leading men on how to remove any barriers that are holding them back, learn to love themselves, become more confident, have more self-belief, ignite their life, and move to a higher level in their life, career, or business, and have the mindset to achieve sustainable results. Adele, welcome aboard. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, I know. It's uh, still early in the morning here in Las Vegas, but I understand uh, you're actually coming up near the end of your day over in Great Britain. Yeah, yeah, it's it's 6 p.m. in the evening. Right. Yeah, so 
what we're going to do here is we're going to kick off the day with a bang for those of us on the western end of the United States, and we're going to end the day with a bang for those of you over on the other side of the pond. So I love these international interviews, and we've had a number of guest experts from the United Kingdom and other parts of Europe on Business Creators Radio Show, so I'm very happy to say we are global. What I'd like to do now, Adele, before we jump into things here, is have you tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, so let's just take a quick step back and give those of our listeners who may not have had a chance to get to know you yet that opportunity to learn more about Adele Bramage as a human being. And specifically, if you could tell us what is the intersection of your brilliance and your passion that has brought you to doing the work that you're doing today to serve our business creators? No, my pleasure to do that. Um, I started off a long time ago working within um, businesses within the UK. I used to be a business consultant, and I worked in many, many different businesses. And um, I've sat on boards of directors, and I've been chairs of directors. Um, and I found that there was many, many women that were being held back. And I was actually one of them women because I thought that I was a confident woman. I thought that I knew what I believed and what I thought. And it wasn't until something happened in my personal life that I actually stopped and I realized that for the majority of my life, somebody else had been in charge. That actually, I thought I loved myself. I thought I took care of myself. But actually, I didn't. Externally, I looked okay, I looked confident, but internally, I was at the mercy of other people's opinions and views, and I never really held mine. And then I started thinking about all the other women that are out there that must think similar to me, and I thought, wow, this is massive, because just by changing what I believed about myself, by changing how I saw myself and by loving myself, I changed my life beyond recognition. And now I know I've heard statements like that before from other people and thought, yeah, sure. But actually, that's the truth. I now spend my days speaking to beautiful people, empowering them to have the life, showing them the steps they need to take to create a business or a career or a life that they absolutely love to live. And so I came from a place of lack, really. I never knew I came from this place. I thought, as I said before, that I was a really confident person. But clearly there was something inside that was keeping me stuck. And that's what I'd like to talk to you and everybody that's listening today about. Because it's about that elastic band that you were just talking about, that band. And at a certain point all of a sudden you find yourself propelled backwards. What is that band? Well, through the years, I think I know what that band is. But more importantly than that, I know how to remove that band so that all you do is propel yourself forward. Right. And as I, as I mentioned, and, and I think we both agree, uh, we do discover that there are bounds on us and bands on us that we didn't realize were there until they get tested. 
And we go through a lot of tests as entrepreneurs. And over the course of the next 50-some minutes, you're going to give us some things that are going to help us to change our lives and to make us happy with the work and the business that we do. And I'm really looking forward to that. But before we go there, there is a question that I need to ask. And our regular listeners who tune in every Tuesday for the Business Creators Radio Show can hear the drum roll in the background. So... Here we go. By the way, my cats love when I tap on the desk like that. They get all excited. They think it's playtime. Here we go. Here in the Business Creators Radio Show, we provide the tools, techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. A lot of our listeners tell me they have everything they need to implement, anything that anybody tells them they need to do, except for time and money. This is a question we ask everybody who appears in the Business Creators Radio Show. And what I like is not only the variety of different answers, but also the variety of ways the question is interpreted. How do time and money, Adele, impact what you're going to share with us today? I think time and money impacts in that I think everybody has 24 hours in every day. Yeah. There's no way you can stretch that. But actually, how you use them 24 hours is the key. Now, I know that an hour is an hour, but actually, if you think about that hour and you think and you start to prioritize What's really important to you within that hour? You tend to get an awful lot more done. And the way you prioritize is by really getting in touch with what you believe and what you think. Because I write courses around goal setting and time management, and everybody tells me, well, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day, and how can I stretch this? And what I tell them is it's all about your priorities, but more importantly, it's all about how you think about your priorities because we all prioritize the wrong things. We all have that list, and we tick off the things that we think make us feel okay. And the things that actually we struggle with or that bring up some emotional pull inside us, we tend to not mark them as important And so they go further down the list. And by doing the things that are really important, you make the best use of the 24 hours you get in your day. So that's how I think I approach time. So the second part of that question, Adam, can you just repeat that? Time and money. Time and money. Okay, so clearly, if you've got time and you're sorted with the time, then actually you're making the best of them hours that you've got to actually put yourself out there. But what, what happens is when you get clear on the time, because it's all interlinked, when you get really clear on how you see the priorities in your life, one of the things that happens is that you remove some of the barriers and the blocks that were there that prevented you from seeing how you should spend your time. And because you put, you've removed them barriers and blocks, you instantly start feeling better about creating more money in your life because it's all connected to how we think and what we believe and because of them two things, the actions that we take. Yeah. And Does that, I, that makes a lot of sense. And that is, one, that is another part of the entrepreneurial struggle. And one of the things that I see a lot of resistance around, even that I sometimes have a hard time wrapping my head around, when people say, 
well, yeah, the, everybody has the same 24 hours. So how do uh, Martha Stewart and Donald Trump and Warren Buffett, how do they make a billion dollars? And you seem to have trouble keeping up with your to-do list. They have the same 24 hours you do. And sometimes it is a little bit easier said than done. Uh, and, and it's easy to do everything you just described uh, in theory, but then when you get to the realities of your day, and what I'm looking forward to here in our time together is you're going to help dispel some of these myths and show us that it really is, in fact, very possible. So what I'd yeah, like to, it, it, it's, yeah. be, it's beyond possible. It's more than possible. So tell us more about that. Uh, tell us what makes it possible. As, as I just said, the, one of the key points of resistance is, well, these billionaires have the same 24 hours as I do, so how come I'm not a billionaire? Right, so the, the billionaires that you're talking about, yeah, I recognize all of them names. They have clarity. So there's a few things that can distract you from having and making use of the best of your time. One of the things is that you're not really clear the direction of travel that you're moving in. So every journey that you ever start in your life, even if it's just popping around to the supermarket, you know where you're going. You never start a journey anywhere in your life where you don't know where you're going, where you're driving around for hours and thinking, okay, I'm going some, but where actually am I going? You always have a destination in mind. And your business is like that. You start with the end in mind. So you start knowing, actually, every day I wake up and the first thought I have is, what am I breathing for today? What do I want to create in this day? I get 24 hours. Do I want to make it a positive 24 hours? or a negative, what do I want to accomplish? And then I decide what I want in my day. Now, I used to write to-do lists that rolled on forever and ever and ever. And all I did throughout my day was add things to the list. I never actually accomplished very much in there. So now I write three or four things that I really, really want to accomplish in that day. And I get really focused and I get really clear about why I want to accomplish them things because everything is attached. Everything that we do in life, Adam, is attached to an emotion. Right. So if you want to go and buy a new car, okay, you don't buy the new car because of how it looks. You buy the new car because of how it makes you feel while you're driving it. And your business is like that. So everything that you write on your to-do list, how does that make you feel? If you, if you get to the end of your day, when you get to the end of your day, and you've accomplished that list, how are you going to feel? What is all that in aid of? What is everything on your list going to do for you? Where is it going to move you to? What is the direction of travel? Once you've got really, really clear about what you want to create and how you're going to do it, you then need to start looking at some of the behaviors that you can manifest throughout your day. Because it moves back to the first question, which really was about prioritizing your list. Now, I used to write lists, as I say, and they droned on forever. And I could never figure out why I never got to the end of the list. And one of the things that I realized is that I procrastinated to death about everything. I always had a reason not to do something or to put it off to another time. And I think in business, that happens to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. So one of the things uh -huh. that you need to get clear on 
is why you are procrastinating. What procrastinating is solving for you personally? We all procrastinate about different things in our life. And some of us procrastinate about the fear, the fear of actually getting out there. So part of our head is saying, I actually want to do this. I want an amazing business. I want to go out and I really want to help people. And the other part of our head is saying, oh, my God, what if I fail? What if I do this and people criticize me? And there's many reasons like that that you can procrastinate. You can procrastinate because not a fear of failure, but fear of success. What if actually you put all your stuff out there and then all of a sudden you find you're a success? You're actually making the money. You actually are doing what you set out to do. You start thinking things like, well, will, will my friends still like me? Will the success that I, I get, will that stay forever? Will I lose it? Will I end back in a worse position than where I am now? And all of these things happen at a subconscious level, which means that they're not within the scope of your conscious thinking. So you don't actually know that these are all the reasons that you're procrastinating. You just know that you're putting things off. And that's what it feels like to a lot of people. It feels like they're just putting things off. But they fill their lives with excuses as to why, really good excuses as to why they're not doing it. Right. And that's one of the reasons why many people can fall back and not create the life or the business or the career that they actually want to accomplish. Because at a subconscious level, there's this, there's this programming that they've adopted somewhere in their life that's keeping them stuck. Wow. You know, uh, I'd like to seize on something. This might not have been one of your number one points in what you just shared with us, but something that is very real to the entrepreneurial dilemma and something that I personally faced and something that a lot of folks who I've been in masterminds with have dealt with as well. And let's talk about that first year when you become an entrepreneur, after you leave your job or you decide you're going to start your business and whatever you're doing before, what have you. And I hear a lot of stories of people losing their best friend, finding they're suddenly no longer welcome at that place where they used to hang out. And I remember my very first day, it was September 6, 2005, my very first day that I was a full-time entrepreneur, the day after Labor Day here in the United States. And my very first business mentor, Stephen Rowell, the idea doctor, uh, asked me to do this little assignment, which is to make a quick list of all the people who I consider to be my friends, the people I hang out with, and to make a list of all the places I go to hang out at, places I go for fun, those types of things. Take a snapshot of that. And then one year later, on September 6, 2006, to call him with that list in front of me and tell me what the differences were. Yeah. He didn't tell me why, but he just told me to do that. And it was amazing. There were three things that I discovered. Uh, as of September 6, 2005, the places that were like my home away from home that I always hung out at, uh, not only did I not go there anymore, but specific things had been done to make it clear that I was no longer welcome there. Uh, most of the people that I hung out with were completely off my radar screen. I had met a whole bunch of new people that I didn't even know existed on September 6, 2005. And 
a couple of my friends who had been in my life for a long time who I didn't think would be of people who would truly understand what I was doing, I just didn't have that sense, really surprised me the extent of how supportive they really were and actually moved up in my circle. Have you seen a lot of this in your work? And if so, do you have any really juicy examples of it for us to, for us to hear? Yeah, I have. And, and I think one of the reasons that happens, because when this happens, what, what we do as human beings is we bring it back to us. So we create the lives that we live, and we create that with the thoughts that we think every single day of our lives, whether we know it or not. And one of the things I think that happens is that when people, you said your life changed in 12 months, and people that you had always hung out with or knew left your life. And I think one of the things that happens is that when that happens to people, they, they start looking at their life and they go, oh, no. I got this, but I've lost that. And one of the things that you should know is that everything in life is flow. Everything in life has ebbs and flows. And so people come into your life for a time, and they come into your life, and they bring something to your life. So I guess if you look back, Adam, and you looked at the people that left your life, you can actually see what they brought you at that time. Right. But, but then what happens is that new people come in because you change the way you think. You change the beliefs that you hold as you develop in your business. And because you change the beliefs that you hold, you change the way you think about things. Now, when you, as, soon, as soon as you change how you think about something, it brings about different actions. And the actions that you take in your life create your outcomes. And your outcomes are your life. So what happens in business is that people start off in their business and they're just as they were when they left their full-time job. But then as they go along, they meet different people. And everyone they meet brings a different perspective to their life. And so they start thinking, actually, I don't actually think I believe that anymore. I think I believe this. They start mixing with people who already have successful businesses, and that rubs off on them. They're thinking how they do things. They watch how people are changing their lives, and they think, yeah, I want to change mine too. How do I do that? And and actually mimicking what somebody else does. You know, you've heard the saying, fake it till you make it. Well, that actually is true because none of us are born entrepreneurs. And being an entrepreneur is much more than sitting in an office and telling yourself it is. It's about how you interact. It's about how you see this world. It's about what you give back to this world and to your community that you serve. And I think sometimes in life, people change as a natural progression. And that's really good. Because just imagine if... 12 months down the line, all the people that you knew in 2005 were still in your life. Your life wouldn't have moved forward. You wouldn't have moved forward enough to be able to do this show, which you've been doing for a few years now, and which gives such value to so many people. If you'd have kept the mindset where you were still with them people, you wouldn't be here today, and neither would I, and neither would all the people that are growing their business 
and listening to the show. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I mean, and I appreciate you diving into that a little bit more and validating that when you make changes in your life, uh, your life will change. Uh, Some people in some situations are just not designed to come with you or you're not designed to stay there or maybe they've brought you as far as they can bring you and now it's time to get onto another horse. There's different ways we can look upon this. So, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. Right, right. So I'm so glad that this came up uh, in, in, in the course of our conversation because I think this is just so important uh, for everybody uh, on Business Creators Radio Show to hear today. So I guess the next thing I'd like to... Uh, I'd like to ask, and uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit. Uh, let's go back to you, Adele. What makes you really happy in your work life? I guess making, seeing people create a life or a business that they love to live. Right. Actually, actually watching them go from being stuck, sitting in confusion, to sitting in their power, to actually right. knowing that they have the ability to do whatever it is they set their mind to. I like it. When before, when before they were kind of really confused, and one of the best bits, the absolute best bits of my life, is when people actually see that they have a choice, and all they have to do is choose. Okay. Because what happens is people go round in circles. I know I did. I started my business a long time ago, and for a long time, I just kept telling myself I was stuck. And as the old saying goes, you know, you get what you think about most. And so I was stuck. I never moved forward. I just stayed where I was until I actually gave myself permission to move forward, to create a life that actually not just ignites me, but ignites my clients. I have to say, I love the fact that people can change and grow and develop and become the person that they were actually sent here to be. Yeah. That's some pretty powerful stuff right there, and I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, sticking with you a little bit more, uh, you know, there are a lot of transformational coaches out there and people who share some of the same visionary things that you do, albeit with a different spin. Uh, What do you think makes you truly unique and how you serve the business creators community? I think what makes me unique is that I challenge people's thinking. So I don't allow people to sit on the fence. I don't allow any of my clients to stay where they are in the mindset that doesn't save them, with a mindset that clearly doesn't save them. I challenge their thinking. I get them to think about things that they've never thought before. I actually get them to look at all of their belief system, not just, you know, what they believe about business. What do they believe about this world? What do they believe about themselves? What do they believe about money? What do they believe about the universe? And I unpack every single belief system that my clients have with my clients. And we start to repackage new belief systems. We start to install belief systems that save them, that support them, 
to be creative and be the people, you know, that they can move mountains, literally. And once we've done that, we start to look at the thoughts that they've thought for a long time because the behaviors that they've exhibited in their life are connected to them. And so as you go through this, this is a process. So the first part of this process is actually what do you believe? And why do you believe that? And does that serve you? And if it doesn't, let's get rid of it. Let's install something that really is powerful that you believe. Not what your mum believed when you were a child growing up. Not what an employer believed or somebody that you were employed by. What do you actually, what do you believe? And once you start filling in the blanks and you start installing new belief systems, you start thinking different thoughts. You have to. You can't think the old thoughts anymore. Right. And so you start to move yourself forward. And because you're thinking different thoughts, you are taking different actions. But all the way along this process, I'm challenging my clients and I'm saying, hang on a minute, we're moving back. We're going back to the default way of thinking and changing your mindset and moving away from that default setting actually changes everything in your life. And the default setting, Adam, is where you don't actually consciously think about what you're thinking about. Wow. And we all do that, don't we? We all sit in front of the TV and we think, we think what? Do we even know? Did you know that we have between 30,000 and 70,000 thoughts each single day? And that 80% of what we think is negative but every single thought that we have, unless we're consciously thinking about it, sits at a, at a subconscious level. So we don't actually know that we're processing it. And it's only when we start really addressing what we believe and thinking about what we really think about and what we want and choosing what we think about that life can change. Right. Yeah. Uh, here's a phenomenon that I have heard a lot about and I've experienced this once or twice in my business growth as well is you make a lot of moves in your business and you start to see success suddenly you're booking higher level clients and you're starting to see yourself moving up to a new level of success and then next thing you know it's like you blink your eyes even though a couple months go by it's like you blink your eyes and then you find yourself right back where you were doing all that stuff you hated doing again how do you get back there don't you just taste it when you see passionate people ending up in that position i know i do and i know i was one of them for a long time and it all goes back to that programming that i've kind of alluded to throughout this this interview because you have we all have a subconscious mind and the subconscious our subconscious mind it actually is like a data bank. It stores every single piece of information that you have ever accumulated in your whole entire life, and it, it, it collects it from all of your senses. Now, your senses can actually take in information at such a high speed that you don't even know it, they're doing it. But all of that gets stuck in programming, and it's all classified and it's stored for you to use at a later date. So imagine, as a child, if you took on some programming 
where you had a belief system that money was bad. As you go through your life, you don't know that you have this belief system. It's, it's not there for you to see. There's nothing in your life that tells you you have this belief system. Right. But as you start to get more, more successful in your business and you start to get more money, the programming is there and it kicks in. And what it says is, hang on a minute, it's not safe to have money or it's not huh. easy to make money or if you have money, it gets taken away from you. And so you start taking actions that self-sabotage your behavior and the actions that would move you forward. You actually start moving yourself back. And that all is because of the programming that you don't know is there. Now, one of my jobs when I work with clients is to make sure we get rid of that programming. That programming is no good. It's like it's the self-limiting beliefs that you can believe or like a weed, the weeds in your garden. They're the weeds in the garden of your mind. And you actually want to just remove them. Because what they do is they strangle your creativity and the possibilities that you could have for your life. So removing them is the only way to move forward in your life. And you can keep yo-yoing for years, getting successful, moving backwards, getting successful, moving backwards, and never knowing why you're doing it. And it's all because of the programming, which is invisible to you, unless you know what you're looking for. Right. And it can happen in any area of your life. It can happen in relationships. It can happen in weight loss. It can happen in everything, in business, in careers, because it's about, the, it's, like that, it's like that elastic band, Adam, and you just get so far and it goes, okay, we don't feel safe here, we don't feel comfortable here, we're going back to where we belong, and it pulls you right back to where you started, back to your comfort zone, even if that isn't where you choose to be anymore. And that's the sad part. That's the really sad part in all of this. Yeah, and I have also spoken with people who have discovered that when they tried to make that move, when they tried to move to a higher level of business or to render a higher level of service or to stop doing that thing that they had done up until now and instead do something else, that they have a real challenge getting past people's perspective, perspectives of them. Uh, for example, they, are, they keep having people coming up to them saying, hey, do you do fill in the blank of that thing that they did three years ago? So I think, I think what you're talking about there, Adam, is about actually if they're still, if they're still getting asked about something that they did two or three years ago. Let me, get, that, let me give you about... Let me give you a real simple example. Uh, we have, okay. we have the per- we, let's say we have the person who has become a very high-level marketer. Uh, they are running webinars. They get 500 people signed up. They make $30,000 a month. They haven't even logged into a WordPress site in months, and yet they're still not only having people coming up and asking them, but they're actually getting referrals from people who should know better for things like, Hey, uh, is there any chance you could put up a squeeze page for me? I have $300. Is that enough? And I think that's all about your marketing, isn't it? What are you putting out there that people still think this is what you do? Well, what's, fu- what's funny is is the, is the case I'm talking about, and I've seen something like this three times, is for the past two and a half years, 
all they've been talking about is the stuff that they do now, but yet they're still being referred for that thing that they did three years ago. Is that because they were brilliant at what they did three years ago? And long after they've finished, the legacy of what they did has carried on. Okay. Is that because about? sometimes if you're really, you know, sometimes if you're really good at stuff, people remember, don't they? Yeah. And if there's nothing out there that says you do something different, or people haven't been within your sphere and know that you do something different, then how would how would they know that? Right. So in some cases, entrepreneurs shouldn't beat themselves up so much over this because that can be no, a very no, that can be a very debilitating thing. I've seen it be very debilitating to people where they say. What the deuce, man? My my website doesn't even talk about this stuff anymore, and I haven't mentioned it in three years, so why are people still asking for it? And I think sometimes, you know, people, uh, we all have choices that we can make, and we all we all have decisions that we, do, we make. And I think one of the decisions for the entrepreneur that finds that's happening to them is to actually not beat themselves up about it because I, they want to be – recognized for what they're doing now. But actually, the person that's asking them may have something else going on in their life, and they may think, yeah, this is the perfect person to do this for me because I've heard about their work, and their work is great. And that's good, actually. So if somebody came up to me and actually said that, rather than saying, hang on a minute, I don't do this anymore, clearly I would say that. But I would also take it as a compliment that my work was that great, that people are still remembering it. Wow, that is a new perspective. I'm glad I brought this up. I'm really glad I brought this up because I I never thought of it that way before. That it could yeah, actually because be because it's all about how you see it, isn't it? Right. Because if if you if you see it as oh my god, what am I going to do to be able to get people to see what I'm doing now? Then actually, that's really negative, and it doesn't empower you. But actually, if you go the other way and you go. Do you know what? I really did a good job. That's why they still remember me. That actually has a much better feeling internally. Wow. And even if even if you turn around and say, you know, I don't do this anymore, but thank you so much for asking. I appreciate it. Because you're coming from a place of gratitude then, and everything you put out there, you should be grateful for. Everything you have, you should be grateful for. And actually... If somebody gave me a compliment like that, I'd make sure I saw it as a compliment. And I'd be really grateful for that compliment, even if I hadn't done it for three years. Right. Uh, I had a real funny thing happen to me. This was about ten years ago. I remember it because it was a... It was uh, sometime on Friday, and I was really kind of done for the day, and I was waiting around for this one thing to come through. And all of a sudden, I get a call completely out of the blue. Completely out of the blue. Wasn't expecting this call at all. And uh, by this time, this was uh, near the end of the period when we owned the website surgeon web design firm right before we closed that down. So we're talking like 2009, 2010, actually. And this person calls out of the blue, and they say, hey, I, uh, I, uh, I heard about you, and I uh, just wanted to go over a couple things. And I'm thinking, cool, all right, okay pre-sold customer, I'll take it, maybe make some money today. They say, well, uh, are, do you consider yourself proficient in Microsoft Word? They said, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. And uh, what about Excel? It's like, I can do a spreadsheet. Okay, a little bit curious what's going on here, right, right? 
And so they ask a few more questions along these lines, and then the next one that comes up about the seventh or eighth question down is, have you ever used HTML before? Now, remember, I just told you at the time I owned a web design firm. Yeah. And they asked me if I ever used yeah. HTML. Okay, here comes the punchline to save time because you still have a few things to share with us. Um, this person was looking at a copy of my resume from 2003, what, or actually, no, 2001, actually, 2001, when I was looking for a day job to hold down while I was in MBA school. Okay. Yeah, so they, so they were looking at my 2001 resume. When I pointed this out, I thought that there would be, uh, you know, just a little bit of laughter and, uh, you know, a little, uh, you know, you know, razzing back and forth. And then maybe we could have a conversation about something serious. And instead they went on okay. this whole lecture of, well, you know, you should really keep your resume up to date. Uh, it's very important that people have an accurate assessment of your skills. Like, yeah, everybody else except you does. Bye. <laughs> But but don't you see, Adam, that that's not about you? Right. That had nothing to do with you. Right. That was about them. Uh-huh. That's about their stuff. That's about their baggage that they're carrying around with them. That has nothing to do with you. You know, the only thing that you sh- that I would have took from, from that conversation is, my God, look how far I've moved. Again, look I'm so glad I've I have to from- today. Yeah, from where I was to where I am now. You know, take that away and leave them with their stuff because it's clearly their stuff. Don't get tangled up in life. Nobody right. should get tangled up in life in somebody else's stuff. You see, what we take on board, we have a choice with. And if we take on board everybody else's rubbish, then actually it's, it, there's no place within us for it. And it stops all the good creative stuff that's actually within ourselves and so if somebody comes with with all that baggage just acknowledge that you say it and say goodbye to it interesting way of looking at this and what i'm getting out of what you're saying here is two things number one as you said think about that you just you know there i was in 2009 i'd had this business for three years i was actually in the process of getting getting ready to shut down because i was getting ready to start another model that was more of a consulting model so i I was already about three steps down my entrepreneurial evolution and i get this blast from the past phone call somebody looking at a snapshot of my life from eight or nine years earlier and i think you're absolutely right i should have just taken a moment to think wow to think what I was hoping to get in 2001, that I was yeah. just back in 2001, I was looking for somebody to recognize that I knew how to use a computer and look at me now. Yeah, and I mean, you know, so that is amazing. You know, and, and it's a bit like when we started this conversation tonight and it was 12 months down the line, everything in your life had changed. And just look at what that man told you, you know, so many years down the line, your business has changed. You've moved to another level. And sometimes we forget that. But sometimes the universe is a really good way of reminding us where we were. So yeah. that we can celebrate where we are. I should have, I should have celebrated more. And as, far as, uh, and as far as the whole thing that you know, caused me to think the whole thing was silly was they started lecturing me about the need to keep my resume up to date. I should have just and recognized. That's just, well, and that's just. Yeah, that was them. Why? Why? I mean, that's so, just their stuff. Yeah. From what, and you know, the answer to rather than taking that on board and go, yeah. oh well, you know, maybe I should. The answer to give to them is, thanks for that piece of information. I'll take it on board. 
and that's it. Let it go. Drop it. Don't let it absorb into you. Don't absorb it into you. Just think, okay, this was a good piece of information possibly, and I'll think about it, and I possibly will do something with it, or possibly I won't. But either way, take it in the frame of which it was meant, which was to help you. It's, it's just constructive criticism, isn't it, about actually you should have had this up to date, but you haven't. So, okay, you haven't, but you will maybe in the future. Or not, because what do I need a resume for? I mean, uh, so another another way of looking at that as well. They're they're obviously looking at the world from a different lens than I am, and that's okay. Definitely, definitely. And they're not as far along the path as you are. Because, you know, right at the beginning we talked about how the thinking changes. Right. You see, being being in business is the best self-development course you will ever go on in your life. Because I don't know anybody that starts a business and at the point at which they're making substantial amounts of money and actually believe themselves, wow, I've got a good business here, are the same people. They're not. But part of this, the whole of this really, is the journey. The journey to create the person that you are meant to be. And that journey should be embraced no matter what it contains because everything is there to help you to develop to be the person, to be the entrepreneur that you were born to be. You know, I'm having some flashbacks right now, and uh, and I'm thinking about some specific scenarios from uh, 2007, and there's one from the year 2000, another one from the year 2004. And I'm looking back at the at the place I was at that time, and what's sad in a way is these are flashbacks of things that weren't exactly my finest hour. But on the other hand, I'm looking back at it, and saying, wow, <laughs> if any of these situations came up today, I'd own them. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, failure is never failure. There's no such word, I believe, as failure. Yeah. It's just a different way of looking at it. You know, you never fail at anything if you see it as part of a journey to success. With you here, hearing your voice, and absorbing what you're sharing with our audience today and applying that to these flashbacks I'm having right now of these places where the of these moments in time that weren't exactly my finest hour where I was left speechless, where I was left without a response, or where I was completely just caught unawares and could have handled things a lot better. And then looking at the, the world as it is today and thinking, wow, somebody brought this crap to me today, I'd shoot it down a second and a half and then laugh about it. Exactly. That feels really good. Yeah, because that's what keeps you stuck. So the conversation right at the beginning was what moves people forward. And what moves people forward is getting rid of the crap. Get rid of the rubbish. You don't deserve it. It's, it's not meant to be part of you. It's all the conditioning that you've been led to believe. You've been led to believe how you're supposed to run a successful business. Well, you're supposed to run a successful business how you choose to run it, with the right beliefs and the right thoughts and the right mindset. That's what gets you a successful business. But all this conditioning is there that tells you how you're supposed to see it. But actually, we have a choice. Lots of things in life, Adam. We have no choice with. Something happens to you in your day that you didn't expect. 
okay, so that, that occurrence happens. But you have a choice how you see that. You have a choice at every moment of every day what you choose to think and how you choose to react. And right. that's the things that moves you forward. That's really good. Now, we have, uh, according to the clock, we have exactly 12 minutes left, and I do want to give you a moment at the end, but what I'd like to do right now is we come closer to the conclusion of our time together, which I wish could go all day, because this is really great. Uh, What are, just in summation, the three key points that you want our business listeners to take down today, the things you want them to write down, the things you want them to go back to iTunes and listen to this again And these three points you want to get across to us today. Right. So they're very clear in my mind. The three things I'd like everybody to actually really, really concentrate on, think about, write down, and don't just think about for a moment, really take time with this. Or what do you believe? What do you believe about your life? What do you believe about your business? What do you believe you're capable of achieving in business? What do you believe you want to create in this business? Because everything that you believe creates your thoughts. So thoughts are the second one. Because thoughts create your actions. So pay attention to your thoughts. Do you know, do you check in with yourself throughout the day and think, what have I been thinking for the last hour? And has what I've been thinking moved me towards what I'm trying to manifest in my life? or further away from. Really get in touch with what you think. And then get in touch with the actions. So are the actions that you're taking, are they moving you in the right direction? Remember that map that we started out with, the destiny. No journey starts with without an end in mind. So actually get really clear about the actions you're taking. Take inspired actions. Take actions that come from your intuitive self inside. Not things that you think you should be doing. Things that you want to do, that you would love to do, because you know it's going to bring you further into the life that you want to create. And I think they're the three things. Beliefs, thoughts, actions. Yeah. I think these are very important things. So what you're telling us basically, Adele, is this is an, 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 an inner game type thing more than anything else. In it, t- totally. And what we do is we look, to, we look to our external world to give us the answers to everything. But actually, where we should be looking is internally because the answers to everything lies internally because a lot of the stuff that holds us back is emotional, even if we don't know it. And so to change that, you need to go internal because external stuff changes stuff for a short time. But actually, you'll always keep coming back to the same space if you don't do the inner work. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like a cycle. And you know what I've discovered in some of my work uh, with myself and uh, over the years and such is that these things that hold us back, these bands that that, that bind us and keep us from moving forward that seem to come up at different points in our entrepreneurial and personal evolution are triggered by things that happened long ago, things that at the time we may have even dismissed as being not really all that important. But then it turns yeah, out that this little moment in time that has been holding us back all these years. 
Yeah, and it's a bit like all of the things that you've been saying tonight, Adam, which has been really great, I think, for your listeners to hear when you've been actually having them replays in your mind about all them things over the last few years, you know, the last 10 years, that you actually could have thought about it a bit differently. And they're all the triggers that actually, how do you know, I actually could have done this different. But it's okay because I'm really grateful that I now know what I should have done. I'm really grateful that moving forward, that's a learning experience for me, and I'm not going to do the same mistake again. I'm not going to do it the same. I'm a different person now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you know, going back to what we discussed before, I mean, we can talk about, uh, you know, people still asking you to do that thing for them that you haven't rendered as a service in three years that, uh, you know, was back when you were billing a third of what you're billing now. Or uh, let's say you run into people uh, from a past life of yours when you were in a different place doing a different thing, hanging out in different places, and uh, you're yeah. at a different point in your life, and the conversation they have with you is trying to drag you back to where you were before. It's, I, I mean, uh, the inner game is ultimately, I'm not there anymore. So you can look at this whole scenario and say, wow, look how far I've come since back when this used to be my life. It is also celebrate yeah, yourself. Yeah, and you can also look at that. Sorry, uh, carry on. No, no, I was done. You go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, and you also can, can, can listen to that conversation and know you have a choice. You have a choice to continue that conversation and be dragged back, or you can have a choice to go, it was really lovely to meet you. Um, I have to go. Make an excuse. Do anything. Yeah. But put yourself back in that positive mindset. But actually, no. Wow. Was I ever there? I sometimes, when I think about my life in the last 10, 15 years, I think, I can't believe I actually thought these thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, and I think that's really powerful. You know, I meet people, and they're still where they were, and I'm so much further forward. And that's not bragging or anything like that. That's about, personally for me, the development of my life is, is very important because my life moving forward means I can help so many more people. And, and that's really massive for me, that I actually help people to have the life that they truly, and the business that they truly want to wake up every morning and go, wow, I get another day to do this. Yeah, that and these are just some great thoughts, and I and I love your suggestion. And I've and I've learned to do this actually. If I run into somebody from years and years ago that uh, uh, continues to look at me through the lens of who and what I used to be, a place I don't want to go back to, it just to be able to say, look, you know what? It was so awesome seeing you again. Take care. I got to run. Yeah, great. Perfect yeah. answer. Per perfect, perfectly, perfectly. Uh, same way of doing it, and uh, then you, know, you don't have to worry about it, you don't have to justify anything, and you don't have to argue with anybody. Let them think whatever the hell they want, because after all, it's just a chance meeting. You haven't seen them in 10 years. There's a reason why they, you haven't seen them in 10 years, because they're not Yeah, and don't anymore. feel bad. Yeah. And don't feel bad, cause, you know, because actually, you know, there's nothing to feel, and that's all the conditioning that we hang on to, and so we stay in that conversation. No, no, let it go. Be who you're meant to be. Think for yourself. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we are almost to the top of the hour here. First of all, Adele Brimage, thank you so much 
for being with us. And I can tell you, this is a message I know a lot of our listeners needed, and this is something that I found myself in need of as well. So uh, a double thank you. You're welcome. You're more than welcome. Great, and um, and I'd like to just turn over the stage to you for just one minute and just tell our business creators a little bit about how you serve them. And I think you mentioned before we went live here that you have a little something for us. Yeah, I do, because I think one of the big things in life, whether you're in business, whether we're talking about business or personal life, is loving yourself. Because people go, okay, how can loving yourself be connected to business in any way? Right. But actually, it's massive. If you don't love yourself and you don't respect yourself and have self-worth, it, it, it plays into how you allow people to interact with you, how you interact with other people, how, you, how much you are willing to give of yourself in this world, whether you're willing to have a point of view and share that with the world. It builds into confidence and so many other things. So I'd like to give all the listeners a complimentary e-book. Um, which is all about loving yourself and how to actually get past that and start to love yourself. And if they go to aaupppgs.com um, and click on the link that says slash love yourself, they'll be able to get access to um, an ebook that will help them to move them forward in that particular area because it, it actually does inform everything that happens in your life, loving yourself. Right. Love it. Uh, so A-A-U-P-P-G-S dot com forward slash love yourself. Yes. Perfect. Wow. I can't wait till the end of this episode. Uh, I'm sorry. I just got to get rid of you here because I got to go download that and read it now. Yeah, that'd be perfect. All right. All right. So, uh, again, you know, I think this is a great interview. I think this is a great topic to have here at Business Creators Radio Show because entrepreneurs, even if they understand this intellectually, from time to time need to be reminded of it. I can't remember who said this. I can't remember if it was Brian Tracy or Zig Ziglar, but someone along those lines said, uh, you know, it was, I'm going to paraphrase it, you know, why do you need motivation on a regular basis? And the answer is, well, don't you need to shower on a regular basis? Because if you take a shower, you don't stay clean forever. So if you don't, so you get motivated once, that's not going to keep you motivated forever. You need to have more and more motivation and repeat motivation and regular motivation to keep you on that path. And since part of what yeah, we spoke I, about today was backsliding, yeah. Because one of the things is that we all are really conscious of what we eat nowadays, aren't we? We're oh, yeah. all really conscious of looking after our bodies, making sure it's healthy. But how often do we look after our minds? Uh, uh, how often do we make enough. sure that the right information is in there that actually helps us and nurtures us, just like we nurture our body? And it's really, really important to do that because the mind-body connection is massive. And so if you get both working in tangent with each other, then your life has no choice but to move forward in the direction that you want to travel. Right. Yeah, and since part of what we spoke about here today is what happens when you occasionally backslide or when some blast from the past comes in, I mean, we may learn that when we have that person from our past, from an era that we moved past from, people say, you know what, it was so great seeing you, but I'm already running late and i got to go. Or looking at that referral we got for something we did five years ago and saying, wow, look how far we've come. 
some other things might be getting triggered at the subsurface. And going back and listening to what you shared with us today will help keep us moving on the right path and gain power from these experiences. And I think that's one of the biggest values for our listeners today. Great. Thank you. Awesome. So Adele Bramage, thank you so much for being with us today. And this is Adam Homey, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com and on iTunes, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.